You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Right, let's play it, everybody, on a Monday, July 16th and a Tuesday, July 17th. It is Locked On Lions, right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Matt Derry with you. Thank you for listening and tuning in today as we start another week of Lions Chatter. Today's guest will be Lomas Brown. I had a chance to talk to him earlier today on the Shep Shower and Shave program as I filled in on the radio side for Shep this week. Great interview with Lomas about the situation with him, Jim Brandstatter, the Lions radio position, analyst position. We want to get Lomas's thoughts on the decision on becoming the new radio analyst and what went down, and he gave us some great responses. You'll hear that coming up in a little bit right here on Locked On Lions. If you're listening for the first time, welcome. Thank you for tuning in on Megaphone.fm, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Alexa, wherever you get your podcast, the TuneIn app. Thank you for joining us. Not only will we talk about Brand Statter and Lomas Brown and that situation, but I want to get into the Ziggy Ansa news, which came up over the weekend. We'll talk about that as a long-term deal will not be reached, as Bob Quinn kind of said back in March, between the Lions and their best pass rusher. Uh, you want to follow me on Twitter and get all the news on the Lions and the podcast when we put it out right away? It's Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks on Twitter. Also the Matt Derry Facebook fan page as well. Uh, four players that got tagged, franchise tagged, earlier in the spring. All four have yet to really reach long-term deals before the deadline later on this afternoon. Yesterday, Adam Schefter of ESPN reported that the Lions and their best pass rusher, defensive end Ziggy Ansa, will not be striking a new multi-year deal, which means Ansa, who of course was Martin Mayhew's first-round pick in 2013, will play his season this year, 2018, with the Lions at the franchise tender of $17.143 million. If you've listened to the show, you've listened to the podcast for a while, I will tell you that's a lot of money for a guy that is extremely inconsistent, who put up a lot of empty numbers this year and was injured for a lot of the season. But what the Lions are doing is the right move because they're not forcing anything with Ziggy. They're letting him play basically on a one-year deal. And then they are hopeful that if he impresses Matt Patricia, Patricia will go to the front office and say, look, we need to keep him around long term. All right. So you're giving the new coach a chance to kind of evaluate number 94. Is Ziggy Ansah a premier pass rusher in this league? Or is Ziggy Ansah a guy that came back this year and had 12 sacks and will, I'm not going to say double that total, of course not, but will he build on that? Will he do a better job? Will it be 15, 16 sacks in more meaningful games than Week 17 against Green Bay when he, when he you know, piled up three sacks in basically a scrimmage? Ziggy's had big seasons. 2015, he sacked the quarterback 14 and a half times. But injuries the last few years have limited him. He hasn't been a great performer when he's been hurt, which is tough to do. And remember... The Lions could tag him again next year. He could play under the franchise tag in 2019 for about $20.5 million. So he would get a $3 million raise. This, my friends, is the right move. No reason to strike a multi-year deal with Ziggy Ansah. Beef up your cap even more if you don't know if he's the answer yet. Is he clearly the best Lions pass rusher? Yes. He's up there as far as one of the better defenders on this team. But let's, let's be honest here. We've gone over the numbers. 
He had three three-sack games. So it's either a home run or a bad strikeout for Ziggy. There's been nothing in between over the last couple of years. And giving Matt Patricia, the new head coach, an opportunity to look at Ziggy up, up, up close, have him on the roster for an entire season, evaluate him, and try to get a long-term deal done with him after the season, I say that's where you go. Now, this team is going to be, need more than Ziggy Ansa to get the job done. They're going to need more out of everybody that rushes the passer. Anthony Zettel, Cornelius Washington, Kerry Hyder. The list goes on and on. This team must do better when it comes to getting to the quarterback. But Ziggy's a big, big factor in that. But I'm not giving him a long-term deal yet. And like I said, messing with the cap, if he has a bad year, you can let him walk. So make him play under this one-year tag. I think it's a good idea, and I think the Lions should be commended for doing the right thing here. How many times have we seen in the NFL, teams give a long-term deal to some guys, and then boom, they get hurt, they underperform, and then you're stuck with them. Now, you can cut guys in the NFL. This isn't like guaranteed contracts in in the NBA or Major League Baseball or anything like that. But you then mess with your cap even more. And where the Lions are right now, I think they're in a pretty good spot. Your thoughts on this move with Ziggy Ansa? You can tweet him to me at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, or hit me up on the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. want to remind you, Matt Shook hosts Locked on Pistons. A daily look at your Detroit Pistons who continue to add players. My goodness, they made it official yesterday. Zaza Pachulia is now a Piston. How about that? <laughs> Incre- incredible. Dirtiest player in the NFL, but he, he fits in with the old bad boys, I guess. But you want to listen to uh, Pistons talk, and, and Matt Shook does a great job. Check it out. Locked on Pistons with Matt Shook, which you can find at LockedOnSports.com. Let's bring him in right now, the new radio analyst for the Detroit Lions. It is Lomas Brown. What's up, sir? I'm good. How are you today? What's up, man? Long time no talk. How you, how, how things going? It's got to be a kind of a whirlwind for you the last few days. Oh, without a doubt. You know, it has been crazy. It's been a good crazy, but it has been crazy. And, uh, you know, things like you said, the season, the, these guys report on uh, July the 27th. First preseason game is August the 10th. So everything is... It's just ramping up. It's basically the season that started uh, for me. So I'm just trying to get prepared for everything. Lomas, how do you think this entire radio situation was handled? Because it's a friend of yours that got fired. You get thrown in the mix like right away. It wasn't a, we're going to do a search and give you like three or four days and then you get your own day (laughs) to get the announcement. How weird was it? It, I mean, it was was different. I mean, it kind of almost reminded me how the NFL is, you know what I'm saying? When, you know, when they're ready to make a move, they do it and everything. And I agree. I think things could have been the torch could have been passed um, if that, if per se, that was going to happen. It could have been passed a little better. Um, again, I'm new in this business, especially the radio part of this business. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I, the the great thing is, though, I got an opportunity to call Jim. Me and Jim talked for about 30 minutes. We had a great conversation on the phone. And, you know, and that was more important to me that, you know, me and him talked and he passed the torch to me. So now 
I feel 100% comfortable about things. How, how, how did this all come about? How did this start? Who contacted you first? Well, I mean, basically, you know, I've been, last year I started doing little five, ten-minute hits uh, for WJR before the Lions game, right before the game with Steve. Uh, with Steve. Right. And, you know, I, I, I guess things just morphed into that. I don't know. I guess I was auditioning then, uh, those little five-minute hits, and, you know, I just got a call from the, the big guys, um, upstairs, and they wanted to meet with me. And at first, it was a possibility, you know, of maybe a three man booth. And then, you know, as things went along, uh, you know, it basically was, you know, we're thinking about you coming in uh, to replace Jim Bradstab. So, so they talked to you and told you, hey, you might be replacing him, and he had no idea. So that must have been uh, difficult for you. I mean, it was it was weird, and they really, you know, they really didn't come out and say replacing him. But the one thing that they really told me, and they told me this throughout the the time that they talked to me, was that it wasn't a performance issue with Jim. You know, they kept saying that, but it wasn't a performance issue because you know, Jim Bradstead, thirty one years doing sure. the same thing. You know, and as great as he was, he's a great friend of mine. And, and like I say, I love listening to Jim and Dan call the game. So it, it was great. for. Sometimes I would mute the TV and just listen to those guys most of the time. The only reason I didn't do it all the time is because you would know what happened before you seen the play on TV. But right. other than that, I mean, it was, it was great. So that's kind of the circumstance behind it. Lomas Brown with me, new as the new radio analyst for the Lions, uh, as he's talked about taking over for Jim Brandstatter. Have you have you talked to anybody with the uh, with the Lions uh, organization? No, not really. Um, you know, I talked uh, actually. I talked with Ben Mangus uh, a couple of weeks ago, but no, I haven't talked to anyone um, in the Lions organization again. You know, for me right now, it's just trying to get prepared um, and doing what I have to do. Uh, to make sure that um, I keep the ball rolling. You know, it's, that's what I'm trying to do. I want to keep things going. Like I say, they, uh, Dan, especially Dan Miller, him and Jim, they did a great, great job. And, you know, like I say, Dan is a great broadcaster, and I just want to step in. And like I say, keep things rolling. That's what I want to do and bring my spin, my 18 years of playing in the league, my seven Pro Bowls, my experiences on five different teams, you know, over three different decades. I want to just bring that to the game um, and see what happens. Have you called games before anywhere? The only time I've done something like this was uh, I did the quick lane bowl uh, with uh, Frank Beckman. Right. Um, and But other than that, you know, <laughs> I'm a young fella. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like one of them young rookies coming in, you know, eyes open, you know, willing to learn. Trying to soak up as much as I can. Yeah, you know, I, I I like your honesty, Lomas. You're not really holding back. I mean, you're telling. No, no, and that's how I'm gonna be on on radio. That's how I'm gonna be. And you know, people wonder. Well, you know, he played for the organization, and how is he gonna be? Is he gonna be a homie? No, I'm gonna tell people what I see. You know, and that's the only thing I can do, and that's the only way I can be. And if I be, if I'm anything else than that, man, believe me, people will look right or see or hear right through you. So 
you know, that's the only thing I could do. And I'm hoping that my, like I say, by me playing 18 years in the league, that those guys in the locker room, that they can respect that, that if I do have to say something or have to criticize, it's going to be constructive. It'll never be personal. It'll always be constructive. So hopefully those guys will be able to accept that. And, and it shouldn't be, hopefully it won't be a problem. So nobody, nobody at JR or with the Lions has said, all right, Lomas, he, here's how it's going to work. You, there's certain lines you can't cross. There's certain things you can't say, or here's what we want. You, you've not been given that speech yet? No, I haven't gotten that speech. And, <laughs> you know, like I say, you know, I don't, like I say, I don't plan on changing, you know, and I think WJR know the way I am. I think the Lions know that I am a Lion through and through. Um, and it's been a long time. Um, it's a lot of fans around this, this not, not, not just the city, but the state that's starving for a winner. And I do say, you know, every time someone come up to me and they say, man, you guys were great back in the 90s, that's good. You know, I'm glad to hear that, but we really didn't accomplish much. You know, we really didn't. We got to one NFC championship game back then. So, you know, people are looking for a lot more. They're, they're hungry, you know, and, and they deserve it around here. It's been years and years and years. So, you know, they know. They know. We have true football fans here. So, you know, I'm going to try to keep it as real as I can. Lomas Brown with me, new Lions radio analyst. Uh, have you had any conversations with Dan Miller yet? Oh, yeah, yes. Me and Dan have talked. Uh, we had a great conversation. Uh, we're going to meet and um, try to do some things together to start working on our chemistry and the mechanics of uh, of doing this uh, broadcast. So, yes, I've talked to Dan, and, you know, I worked a little bit with Dan uh, last year during the Lions preseason games with uh, Channel 2 with him and Herman Moore. Right. So I got to know Dan a little bit then. So, again, we're trying to uh, uh, put the mechanics together. And like I say, keep things rolling. You know, it's funny, Lomas, and you know this. The Lions always seem to, you know, just when everybody gets excited about something, there's always something that they kind of shoot themselves in the foot, not just on the field, but sometimes off the field. And, you know, and you know this. You know, Jim was, <coughs> excuse me, extremely popular. And here you are with very little experience taking over. So I think there are some fans that go, oh, you know, this is that, that SOL thing, same old Lions. And, and, that's not fair to you. you. You didn't do anything wrong. They, they came to you. But, right, but, again, you know, you you got fans who are starving. I mean, in 31 years, 31 years, think about that, 31 years, he has a following. Yeah. I mean, you know, people are used to Jim's voice. They're used to how he breaks, breaks things down. They're used to his rhythm. You know, they're used to, you know, you, you can hear our sound on the phone. You know, I sound different. You know, I am different. You know, it, it, it's it's going to be a different thing, and I understand that. Change is hard. When I had to leave the Lions and, and go to the Arizona Cardinals, that was one of the hardest things I had to do. Because, like I say, change is hard because you get comfortable. After, after 11 years, I was comfortable here. 31 years, people were comfortable with that. So it is a big change, and I say – you know, like you say, with the Lions, Coach Caldwell, I thought over the last five years he had done a great job here. Not a great job, I say a real good job. Coming from where 
the organization was under Coach Schwartz to where he took it at. But, again, they, they, they made a change. They felt that the organization felt that they needed to make a change to go to the next level. Change is hard. It's been hard on that organization over the last couple of years with Bob Quinn and Robert, uh, Robert, uh, Robert Woods coming in to take over. They're changing things. So I understand there's going to be uh, some backlash behind that. I understand that. And I understand it's going to take people some time to get used to it. But like I said, I'm going to just give them my spin, and hopefully, hopefully it'll be good enough. My guest is Lomas Brown here on Shep Shaw and Shave, Matt Darian for Matt Shepard this morning. All right, I watched you on Channel 4 with Jamie Edmonds on Sunday nights. There have been some times that you've, I'm not taking, saying you've taken shots at Jim Bob Cooter, but you have not liked what you've seen from this offense. So how weird will that be? <laughs> well, I, I mean, and again, and uh, this is what I want to do. So like you say, I just want to sit back and watch. And what I mean by that is, Okay, Coach Call. He was on the Coach Caldwell for five years. So basically, I don't know whether you know Coach Caldwell had the handcuffs on Coach Cooter. I just don't know if you know Coach Cooter was able to express himself completely under Coach Caldwell because Coach Caldwell was an offensive minded coach. He was an OC. Now, Coach Matt Patricia is a DC, the defensive coordinator. So I know most of his time probably is on the defensive side of the ball, and he lets the offense run itself. So now I think we're gonna get a. I, I think I'll get a chance to see a lot more of Jim Bob Cooter, Jim Bob Cooter, you know, being himself. I think sure. that's what I want to see. That's why I say I'm gonna wait and see. It might have been unfair for me to say that under, like I say, under Coach Caldwell, because he is an offensive-minded coach, and sometimes they want things run the way they want to run it. So I want to be fair to Coach Cooley, and I just want to see what happens this year, how the offense looks, blase, blase. Do you think this team can win the division? It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Everybody else has gotten better in the division. If you look at what's happened, with even with Chicago, uh, signing Allen Robinson, the wide receiver, away from Jacksonville, this is another year under his belt, you know, and of course Aaron Rodgers back healthy with Jimmy Graham, and look at Minnesota, what they've done with Kirk Cousins, and they're going to get a healthy Dalvin Cook back, so we, the division has gotten tougher, but I, I say we have a chance to win this division. I think with us adding um, Garrett Blunt, getting a run game, which is, I think, the most important thing for us to do because we can't be one of the worst teams in converting third downs, you know, either offensively or defensively, especially on the offensive side of the ball. you got to convert on third down, and a good running game is going to help you do that. Matthew dropping back 50, 60 times a game, that's just not a recipe to me that's going to help us win throughout the whole season. So I think the run game that's going to help us out tremendously. And, yeah, I think we have an opportunity to win the division. Lomas, I'm rooting for you, man. I love your candor and your honesty. Appreciate the time, and uh, best of luck. Absolutely, and I appreciate you, too. All right, so there it is, Lomas Brown joining me earlier today on Chep Shower and Shave. I want to give the Michigan Media Network some proper credit for that, as I did the interview, obviously, filming for Matt Shepard, but want to play it. wanted to play it here on the Lockdown Lions podcast. Uh, unbelievable stuff from Lomas Brown. And I know how Lions fans think. 
And I've been in this market now over 20 years and understand what Lion fans want more than anything else is a winner. And they want the team to win. They want to see improvement. They want a home playoff game. But again, can the Lions sometimes get out of their own way when it comes to certain decisions that they make off the field? Right? Whether it was Rod Woods' comments to Calvin Johnson, whatever it is. Okay? This move was not well executed. And Jim Brandstatter gave the team 31 good years and got fired over the phone. And here's a guy in Lomas Brown who claimed today you know, on the interview, I just played you, he hasn't even spoken to anybody with the Lions. So, you know, other than Ben Mangus. So it's a little weird. But a lot of people are in Lomas's corner. He's a class act. And I love what he said. I'm not a homer. He'll, he'll tell like it is and call the guys out if, in fact, they are not getting the job done. And I think that's uh, that's pretty refreshing. We'll see how he does with Dan Miller coming up in August during the preseason games, the four preseason games, and, of course, the 16 regular season games. You hope for more with this Lions team. That'll do it for Lockdown Lions for this Monday into Tuesday, July 16th into the 17th. Thanks to Lomas Brown for joining me as well. Thanks to you for listening. Folks, we're getting close to training camp opening up a week from this Friday in Allen Park. We'll talk to you again tomorrow right here on Lockdown Lions.